Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Everything Vive. Happy Monday. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. I am Zane here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. It was a long, busy, hectic weekend. I'm hoping to catch up on my sleep. I think you are too uh, later tonight, right? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's been a long weekend, so but. Uh, but an exciting one, and uh, we actually have some uh, some great news for you guys, both VR and Vive related. And we'll start with the Vive stuff, uh, just because it's a little bit quicker, and it's it's feel good news. So, just another uh, just another award that the HTC Vive has won. It's the wearable award for VR headset of the year. No biggie. Uh, but also included with that, Valve got uh, an award for the lab winning best VR experience of the year. So, um, you know, it's just nice to see that in a crowded field with PSVR coming out with, you know, Oculus having so much, uh, so much cloud and so much, um, household name recognition, uh, that HTC's, you know, getting the recognition that they deserve. So, yeah, no, I agree. And especially the lab in general, I mean, it, it's well-deserved for an award because it's just such a good experience and literally every, Every one of those, you know, mini experiences in the lab is 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 super polished and enjoyable in and of themselves. So, uh, you know, it it's I'm I'm glad that you know people are reinforcing how good of an experience that is, and hopefully we'll be seeing or hearing at least uh, more from Valve soon. No, absolutely. I mean, the lab and specifically playing Longboat was pretty much what sold me on getting a Vive in the first place. Uh, I just played nothing like it. And, you know, like you've been alluding to, uh, we have no idea what's coming down the pipeline for Valve for like a full length feature game yet, which, you know, just makes it that much more exciting. Um, and so, you know, whatever, whatever they come out with in 2017, hopefully they come out with something in 2017. Uh, you know, it's just hopefully going to be as polished and maybe it might even win the same award this time next year. Who knows? But moving on, um, we'll move on to regular VR stuff now, not necessarily Vive related because there are some cool things happening around the VR world. The first one for sports fans, if you are a fan of basketball, fan of the NBA, the NBA will now be streaming games in VR throughout the regular season. And so some of the quick details on that are, um, well, they've teamed up with Next VR, and they're going to be streaming one game a week every Tuesday night. And in order to get access to this, you need to have NBA League Pass, which is about 200 bucks, and it's the same feature that they've, or it's the same service that they've offered before. Uh, I think it just gives you access to a bunch of extra games during the season, but now an added feature is that you'll be able to stream that specific Tuesday night game in virtual reality. Now, currently, this is only available for Samsung Gear VR, but it is, they are planning to roll it out to other platforms, so we'll, uh, we'll keep an ear out for when that will hit the Vive, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, and just more about the uh, the internal mechanics or the technical side. In, in it, you can only see a 180-degree view. Uh, so if you, I'm assuming they'll, they'll probably give you some pretty good seats, uh, maybe near courtside for, uh, for VR watchers or VR people tuning in. Um, and you'll be able to see the court in front of you. But if you turn around, it's not like you'll be able to see, you know, people eating their hot dogs and nachos and stuff behind you. Instead, you'll get a big game board of like statistics and all the other things that are happening uh, in the game. So uh, just a really cool development. I, I mean, I, I don't have a Samsung Gear VR, but I do like watching. I, I'd love to actually just see a game like this. I don't know. What do you think, Ronnie? 
Yeah, no, I think it sounds really cool. And I, I mean, I was kind of curious. Um, I almost think having the 180 degree view rather than the 360 will be, you know, better, a better use of the, of the technology is maybe, uh, that'll get away from some of that, you know, like fisheye, like kind of distortion that you get when you have, you're turning all the way around in a 360 video, like maybe focusing on a 180 degree plane, uh, you know, the view will look better. And, and realistically, if you're trying to watch a basketball game to begin with, you're not really that interested in looking behind you. So I, yeah, I, I, I'd love to check it out just to see how, how well it does. And if the 180 degree, uh, views, you know, are, end up being better than, than the 360. I mean, that is something that at the very least I'm, I'm very interested in trying. And then, and then from there, you know, depending on what you're able to see on the court and how immersive it is and all of that kind of stuff. Um, it, it sounds like it could be pretty neat, especially for someone that's never, you know, gotten to sit up close at a game like that. Uh, seeing the scale of the players and everything, especially, you know, if you're, if you're sitting there on ground level is something that a lot of people haven't seen. So, so that sounds really cool. And I, I really, I really do hope it comes to the vibe because that would be something. I mean, I guess, I guess getting, NBA league is not uh, a league pass isn't cheap, but um, I'm, I'm a, a big NBA fan. So at some point I might be interested in watching more of those games anyway. So uh, if, if they did offer the VR stuff, that would definitely be pushing me more in the direction of getting a pass. So. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I, I like basketball. I follow basketball. You know, I, I wouldn't say that I would ever get an NBA league pass under normal settings, but um, you know, if this did come to the Vive, I would definitely be interested just because it would be something cool to check out. Uh, it's just, it's one of the, it's like another VR experience. Yeah, it costs 200 bucks compared to some of the other stuff that you find on Steam. But, um, you know, it's, it's cool to see the NBA and sports um, really pushing the, the limit here in terms of virtual reality because you we'd need to find other real world applications not 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 necessarily real world world but it's cool to find um other people find you know using and utilizing the scale of vr the immersiveness of vr and you know like you said if those seats are courtside and at mid mid court i mean that's those are seats that nobody else around the world very few people have access to uh you know they probably cost hundreds and maybe thousands of dollars uh, to get on a regular basis or for a good game. But here you can get it for 200 bucks and a Samsung gear VR, which is on, you know, the affordable side of, of VR or the entries, you know, as an entry point. Uh, And for those who already have, you know, the 150,000 people who have a Vive and, you know, whatever the numbers are for Oculus and the other, other platforms out there, you know, and even PlayStation VR now, I'm sure the numbers are rising for them you're going to have a lot of people who might tune in just to tune in. So yeah. this, this could be a really big thing, I think for the NBA and probably, yeah. probably and, put, sorry, go ahead. Oh no. Yeah. And I was just going to say, I mean, just um, in addition to that, I mean, while, while uh, having the VR gear experience, especially is not going to, you know, drive people to pay the $200 pass necessarily. If you already have it and you happen to have a gear VR, it's a really cool bonus. And I think in general, it's just uh it's exciting to think that more and more networks and, and, you know, content providers that you may already have subscriptions for, uh, could provide content like this. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I know 
most people have, you know, Netflix accounts now. And even if you have a cable box, you know, using HBO Go or all of these different various services, it, it would be cool if, you know, more and more of these uh, content providers kind of, you know, decide to provide uh, some of these uh, VR experiences. So. Yeah, and I mean, you got you got to believe that something is going to happen in 20, 2017 in terms of, you know, somebody taking this to the next level. Like, I was actually genuinely shocked that the NBA was really trying to implement this because, you know, VR is I, not new, but it really hit the mainstream just in 2016 with Oculus and uh, and the HTC Vive coming out in, in May, or sorry, in April of this year. And so it's... You know, it's in, in what half a year they were able to implement something in terms of a platform uh, where they could allow people to experience stuff in VR. And I, I, I gotta believe that you know the NFL and MLB are taking notes. They're gonna be uh, right behind the NBA in terms of making sure something is available to consumers uh, for next year. Because by this time next year, or whenever the season starts to roll around even more people are going to have this. The technology is going to be, I'm sure, a little bit more streamlined, a little bit more uh, financially available for those. And so, yeah, I mean, Netflix, HBO, like I'm just waiting for, uh, I'm just waiting for some, some of these VR movies to come out. Speaking of which, uh, All You Met, I'm just going to throw that in there, is uh, available on Steam VR, which I think is the longest, the longest VR film experience right now. But we'll talk about that more later. Okay. But all right, well, moving on, I, I'd say this is the uh, the biggest news that we have for the previous week, and we got another big fish in the pond, Microsoft, and so they uh, they made a very quick and easy announcement that they will release a free Windows 10 update next year in 2017 called the Creators Update, and so this is coming out next spring, and uh, what it'll give you. Uh, the ability to do is plug a VR headset into your computer. And uh, they are working with top manufacturers like Dell, Lenovo, and Asus to create uh, headsets for this um, this platform that they're trying to you know run on their side. And you know according to them, like these will be much more affordable starting at two hundred and ninety nine dollars, which, Again, no chump change, but when you compare it to the Vive and Oculus, where the full experience comes between eight, you know, six to eight hundred dollars, two ninety nine is closer to PSVR. And uh, actually, the uh, the other side of that um, affordability option is the fact that you won't need such high end computers. They are saying that you'll be able to run them on PCs with much uh, much more basic specs. And so I think they're saying that the minimum, you know, you could probably get a computer that runs those specs for about $500. And we'll be we'll be diving into those specs once we have a little bit more details. These are just the uh, the quick numbers that they have thrown out. Um, yeah. But lastly, and uh, l- lastly, the, the point that I saw was that they're going to have free range of motion without a camera tracking you, which mm-hmm. is going yeah, to no, change the game. So yeah, I, I don't know. I what do you that's think, the biggest, Yeah, that's the biggest part of it, I think, is uh, their claim that they're going to be uh, using inside-out tracking uh, technology within these headsets, and I'll be curious. I mean, if if it works well, that is going to be a huge innovation, and you know we're probably going to see it. I think Oculus had had uh, mentioned inside-out tracking when they talked about their Santa Cruz st- uh, standalone, uh, you know, uh, kit that they're working on right now, kind of behind the scenes, and and we know that. Uh, Google also was working on that kind of technology with 
uh, with their Tango uh, initiative cell phones and whatnot. Uh, but this is the first time that someone's really, you know, given a firm launch date and uh, uh, a solely VR-focused, uh, you know, imp- implementation of that. So we'll have to see uh, how it does. I, I I very quickly was just looking around to see what people's thoughts were on that online. And, and I, I did notice some people saying, well, you know, the HoloLens does have some somewhat of a, of an inside out tracking type system. And, and while it works pretty well, you know, every now and then there is some like hologram drift or whatnot, basically just from when you move around too much, you know, it doesn't fully, you know, it, it might take a, a couple, you know, milliseconds or whatnot. And you, and you kind of notice when it's tracked. So, so we'll see, but if it, if it's even somewhat good and it's, it's a cheaper alternative uh, to people not having to, you know, have additional sensors and, in large spaces in order to uh, be able to move around in VR, then I, I think it is, it is uh, a, a really good development. And, uh, and yeah, I'd be curious since it's starting at $300 or 299, uh, you know, what the quality level of that's going to be. There's still a lot of unanswered questions as far as, you know, uh, as far as, as what kind of experience, you know, uh, a system like this will be able to provide. But nonetheless, I, I think it is, it's good that we're going to have some middle grounds between, you know, that high-end uh, Vive and Rift experience uh, versus, you know, the lower-end uh, Gear VR uh, and Google Cardboard type experiences. So there's a lot of room right in that middle ground. And so hopefully, uh, hopefully, especially with its partners, Microsoft will be able to, to put something out, out there that, that works well and that people uh, grab onto because, you know, with with uh, stagnating sales of some of the headsets, uh, you know, not not including PlayStation VR, which hopefully is kind of re- reinvigorating things. I think the more players that come to the scene, um, you know, the more potential there are for people to get interested in VR generally, and then to also buy the high end the high end systems as well. So, no, agreed. I mean, I, I would say that this is more so. Not that there's like direct competitors aside from from maybe Oculus and HTC Vive, but this seems like it would be on the level of PSVR because most people will have, I'd say, a computer that can run a VR headset like this. And if you're able to Mm -hmm. get, uh, you know, a headset for under four or five, you know, under four or five hundred dollars, that would probably be similar to the investment you'd be making on on the PlayStation VR. And Mm -hmm. so I, I think that in terms of just like what you're talking about levels. You know the uh, the HTC Vive, the Oculus Rift, and Oculus Touch that are that is coming out is it, that's going to be like the niche niche. Uh, how would you say like I guess for the people that are like really really invested in VR, but it's great to see that they're creating. You know, all, all these companies are starting to fill out like a gradient or a spectrum of virtual reality where people can get in at different access points and it doesn't become this whole like, oh, okay, no, I don't have two grand to throw into, you know, just to throw into getting into VR. You know, you have the basics with Samsung VR and Google Cardboard. You Now you have, for, for, um, for gamers, you're going to have uh, PlayStation VR. What I think this will be able to do for Microsoft is, you know, Microsoft, they're not necessarily obviously they have the xbox for for gaming but i mean they're such a big company that is in so many different industries that 
remember the uh, the conversation that I had with Logan Olson from Soundstage talking about mm-hmm. the the uh, corporate side or the you know what is it going to do for companies rather than just the uh, rather than the, than just the entertainment and gaming side. So it'll just be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. So, and that yeah, and that that's an interesting point though about uh, about the uh, the business side, the corporate side of things. Because um, I was trying to think of what you know, obviously with lower lower spec requirements. I mean, it's not like the headset's going to be magic. Um, with lower spec requirements, it also you know necessitates kind of a lower end experience or you know. Computers that are only $500 aren't going to be able to push the same type of graphical uh, fidelity that a more high-end system pushes. But I think that's probably exactly right. I mean, Microsoft, in addition to maybe some, some low-end games uh, with this creator's initiative, they're really, they're probably pushing just apps generally. And so, uh, you know, in addition to a lot of the more casual stuff that might come out, uh, it would be interesting to see people push things, um, you know, in more of a, a business sense, maybe some uh, pr- productivity applications. Uh, you never know what people are able to come up with. So even with a low fidelity, you know, you know, lower resolution screen, for example, um, while it might be might not be perfect for for all things, maybe you know there are some creative uses out there that that might actually be, uh, you know, be worth be worth using in a business place. Who knows? So that's. I guess that is a possibility. No, agreed. I mean, especially for like bigger corporations where you're going to have, you know, a lot of them already have decently well running computers for all of their employees. Now, if you, if you can make the investment for $300 to get VR and then whatever application it is, that's going to make your employee's life much, much easier and make everything much more efficient and smooth. I don't know that we're necessarily there yet because it hasn't been created, but it's, it's coming. Like I, you know, you just, you got to wait for someone um, who's going to have the creativity to to say like, Oh, you know what? This is a problem for me. But if I use virtual reality, like it becomes 80%, 90% easier for me to do. Yeah. Um, Certain things like I would think like certain types of graphic design or certain types of, uh, of, I don't know. You always see those kind of, you know, you see, you see people mention stuff like um, in, in the real estate world and uh, interior design and all that kind of stuff that, you know, being able to go into a space and see scale and see positioning is, could be helpful. And I could see where like a cheaper headset that's able to connect to someone's computer that already has information on it and, and kind of work, work on, that, on that way, uh, I, I can see that being useful, so... Yeah, and I'm just thinking about some of the applications that are out there already, like uh, Thread Studio, for example, which you know you can design your own clothes. Um, you know, that's not necessarily. I, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like something like that is gonna is gonna be whatever pushes the limit, or like you said earlier, that kind of got my brain thinking with graphic design. I mean, you already have something like Tilt Brush, but if somebody's able to go in and create even more nuanced. Um, you know, designs or graphical things, whatever, you know, however that works. I'm not in that space. So I have no, no graphic design skills, but you know, if people who try tilt brush have an absolute blast with it. And if you have somebody who has those skills, has that technical knowledge and is able to apply it in a way where maybe we will get to a place where you design that 360 degree experience for people. uh, I think that could be really, really cool. 
So, um, I believe that is all I have for today. Ronnie, you got anything else? Yeah, no, those, those are the big ones. So, and like usual, we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll keep updated on, on how this stuff is looking as it gets closer to release. And I think, I think the Microsoft stuff is releasing sometime in, in spring of 2017. Do you know when it said exactly? No, all I saw was spring. I, I'm not sure if they've given a release date. If they have, then we'll make sure that we update that for next week. But, but yeah, but we'll yeah we'll keep we'll keep updating everyone on 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 those uh, specifics and and other HTC Vive specifics, obviously. Also, I I didn't see because I was looking through. I didn't see anything about controllers for them. Yeah, you know, I actually I I forgot to mention that that was the only thing that I was when I went and looked into that. I didn't see anything specifically for this project. I mean, I did, I did run into some stuff talking about how, uh, Microsoft in the past had been looking into some, uh, some haptic type stuff with, uh, you know, I think it was, it was someone, it was a development project they were working on and they were using Oculus, uh, uh, dev kit, uh, twos, you know, with, with the project. So I doubt it's necessarily tied to this, but yeah, they didn't really mention anything like that. So either, they're working on something that they're not going to announce just quite yet, or this is just a standalone headset, and and you know they'll and then you can use whatever else you might happen to have alongside it. But I would think, yeah, I would think there's going to be something like that. But maybe that's further down the road once they once they you know knock out more of the specifics. Yeah, agreed. I mean, they they really got to have something because if it's just a headset, that's, you know, there's not many practical applications that you'd be able to do as compared to, you know, the more more top-line headsets that you have out there. This would be just a more expensive version of like Samsung Gear VR or something. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm, I'm sure they they have some ideas of what they're going to Yeah, I'd be curious. I'm curious as to why they didn't really fully announce it or Well, but. I mean, we'll we'll have to see. I'm sure they're going to have many, many more details for us uh for us after the holidays or something so we'll uh we'll continue to follow it um uh, you got anything else no 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 i think that that's about it so all right well we will go ahead and cut this episode here appreciate you guys tuning in hope you have a fantastic monday and a fantastic rest of your week we got another interview coming up for you on wednesday and yeah stay tuned we'll uh we'll talk again very very soon take care